by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. Sit yourself down, strap yourself in, as you're going to be listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show, where over the course of the next hour, you'll be exposed to music that you should hear on the radio, but don't. Evening all, and thanks once again to Mike Lang for the last hour of Microscope here on Rock Radio UK. It's Friday evening, the Weatherspoons have just called last orders, and the crowbar has just started charging people to get in. I, on the other hand, like you, unless you're listening to this on Podbean at your leisure, are sat in front of our respective device of choice, with me ready to fire off an hour's worth of tunes that you should hear on the radio. But don't, starting this week with the Lords of Altamont and a cover of the Stones classic, Give Me Shelter.
The Lords of Altamont are all set to release a new album on Heavy Psych Sounds Records this autumn and are up over on mainland Europe in late July, early August with a single off the aforementioned album to be released to coincide with the dates. Sadly, nothing forthcoming at the moment for the UK. Uh, last time I saw them was upstairs at the garage at the end of March 2011 with the Hip Priest supporting. It's been a bit quiet on the Hip Priest singles front, partly to uh, let's get uh, over the uh, 27 track compilation album because if you're anything like me all you're producing at the moment is salt plus the band are recovering from a successful smash and grab blitzkrieg bop over the west coast of america however sergeant major love has relayed that a split single with the band called maximum rock and roll who hail from canada has been recorded and is all ready to be released in the meantime here's a track from the split single they did with electric frankenstein that was released on my wedding anniversary in 2010 this year's anniversary is going to be overshadowed by our daughter's gcse results mix of the regular and lounge version of the Stranglers bring on the new boss for ages. Yeah, maybe next week. I'm a bit miffed that the Stranglers are billed above the dams at High Pass on the 1st of July. I mean, since Jet Black stopped touring with them a couple of years ago, they only have two original-ish members, whereas the Damned have... Uh, oh... <laughs> Oh! 
looking at you the final version of which appeared on the dam's third lp machine gun etiquette i say final as i just played you the unmixed take that you can find on the interwebs if you know who to talk to Uh, i've just started reading kieran tyler's smashing it up a decade of chaos with the damned i'm only a couple of chapters in but it seems a bit more in depth than barry hutchins uh, with a tad more background info and input from the individual members of the band once i've finished it i will give you my considered opinion on August 11th, Fat Rec Records will be releasing Rarities Volume 1 covers from No Use for a Name. After the unexpected death of vocalist Tony Sly in 2012, the remaining members decided to call it a day, although they are banned to have reconvened twice. That's you, um, No Use for Friends. No Use for Friends? Yeah. <laughs> Once in 2015 and again in 2016. Research, I really do it. Uh, anyway, the covers, rarities, as the name implies, have been drawn from B-sides and compilations. Probably nothing those hardcore fans don't already own, but it's nice to have them all in one place. The track I've chosen for your listening pleasure is Turning Japanese that was originally recorded by The Vapors back in 1980 on their new Clear Days album. <laughs> I'm turning Japanese, I really think so Turning Japanese, I think I'm turning 
before were the Menzingers from Philadelphia. That was until their EP of covers, suitably called Covers EP, came onto my radar screen. The band has also this year released the album After the Party on Epitaph, which off the back of the EP are purchased. Bizarrely, the band are playing a one-off European date down in Brighton at the Haunt on July the 9th. The four tracks covered by the Menzingers are Civil Twilight by the Weekendthons, Waiting, Green Day, 13 by Big Star, and this one by Billy Joel.
weekend there were a few lemmy programs on the idiot box strange how the original title of 49 percent motherfucker 51 percent son of a bitch is now called lemmy the movie auntie beep mustn't be seen to be corrupting us the program that followed directly afterwards was lemmy in his own words the last only 20 minutes as the title suggests it's a few interviews with mr kilminster from over the years interspersed with archive live footage it was good to see motorhead on top of the pops doing bomber with fast eddie clark using captain sensible gibson non-reversible firebird with a sensible one down the front banging his fist on the stage motorhead and the damned on the same television program those were the days (laughs) 
with Motorhead, the Ramones have left a massive void in the musical fabric of time and space. Sometimes I worry that youth of today and tomorrow, come to that, aren't going to be exposed to such diverse musical genres as I had growing up. From the Beatles to grunge, and arguably Britpop, that's all packed into 30 years. What game changes have we had over the last 25? I can't think of any. The cockles of my heart were warm last week. Though when the uh, six-year-old son of my co-worker, I hate the term co-worker, the six-year-old son of the bloke I work with asked him if he had any Ramones. He's going to turn out all right. When I'm lying in my fitting head, I don't want to go. Nothing ever since turning we're not going to see the Ramones as a band Richie and CJ Ramone are over here on the 4th and 26th of August respectively so close and yet so far am I the only one who thinks that CJ and Richie along with Daniel Ray and Walter Lure should form a band so Michael Munro's The Best has finally dropped 29 tracks of Michaelness all but 8 
a bit remastered three i think are previously unreleased i've already aired um get on with fistful of dynamite and simple town that no doubt will be airing in the coming weeks and of course the obligatory unreleased track in the shape and form of one foot out of the grave which again you've already heard on the show twice the track i'm going to play you is the one that Slash He of Guns N' Roses pops up on, which is the cover of Steppenwolf's Magic Carpet Ride that originally appeared on the Conehead soundtrack back in 1993. Hey, my sound machine. Yeah, that sounds good.
Mrs A and myself popped down last Sunday to Sittingbourne for pizza and wine. Well, pizza, tea and lemonade for me as I was driving. Our hosts for the afternoon, that'll be Jack and Gary, we've known for years. In actual fact, Mrs A and Jackie have been friends since they were both seven. Anyway, the subject soon turned to music. Unfortunately... Like Mrs A, Gary is a huge fan of Dream Theatre. We've all got our burdens to bear. Luckily, it was circumnavigated with the admission that they'd listened to this here podcast. I always said that they were discerning music lovers, with them saying that I sounded like Steve Wright. Compliment or insult depends if they mean my humour is akin to Steve Wright, the American comedian, or that of the BBC radio DJ of the same name. The jury is still out on that one and will remain so for the foreseeable future. Jack is a huge toy fan, always has been, always will be, and still getting out of the marital home to see her live, reasonable distance permitting. So it only seems fair that I should play something by the former resident of Kings Heath, Birmingham. If you're a fervent fan of an artist, you purchase all their official releases. That goes without saying. Even if it means getting hold of something that a former record label has cobbled together to cash in on their former charges increased popularity. Step forward, Safari Records and the 1985 collection of previously unreleased material consisting of mostly demos and songs that didn't find their way onto previous albums. Originally, Mayhem was a 12-track affair, 15 if you bought the cassette, and 20 when it was reissued two decades later on CD. The track I'm going to play you is Clapham Junction, because I spent much of my teenage years sitting at the end of one of the platforms taking down train numbers. I
bassist on the majority of Mayhem is one Phil Spaulding, who previously had found fame and no fortune in the Bernie Tormey band. This was back in 77-79, with Phil rejoining in 1981 after Bernie had left Gillen for the Turn Out the Lights LP that also saw Phil bringing along Toya drummer Nigel Glockler. From the Punk or What CD, which is a collection of live and studio recordings that the Bernie Tormey band recorded over a two-year period in 1977-78, this is their cover of The Who's Anyway, Anyhow, Anywhere. Yeah. 
Incidentally, last week the squirrel asked me if I knew the whereabouts of Everton Williams, the bassist who replaced Phil in what became the Electric Gypsies, as it seems a couple of his ex-Bethnal bandmates had asked Bernie. About five or six years ago, I thought I'd found someone on Facebook that looked like him, minus the dreads, obviously with the same name, living in the States. But I didn't take it any further. So if you know what Everton is up to these days, drop us a line. Armitage at the Paranoid Squirrel will suffice. Oh, and congratulations to current Bernie Tormey drummer Ian Harris, who got married on Wednesday, to Nicky Howe. Nice one. It's difficult for a band or artist to still sound enthusiastic after decades of making and playing music. Do you still want to deliver the kind of music that got your hardcore fans into you in the first place, aligning your pockets along the way, or alienate them by going off on a tangent? Some bands are not allowed to change. ACDC and the Ramones are, what were, prime examples. Well, Cheap Trick uh, have managed to do both with their latest album, We're All Right. It sounds like Cheap Trick, with something still left to prove. Now, you can't fail to notice that all bar one of the songs I've played so far this week are covers. And I could have extended it further by playing Cheap Trick's version of the moves Blackberry Way. But I'm not. However, when track three, Nowhere, came on, I thought that Rockford's finest had popped down at Deptford and paid the phobics a visit to ask if they had a spare song going. Listen for yourself.
told you. Right, some more newish music that I've taken off the Rat Bones new EP of a pop experience. This is Between You and Me. <laughs> a lot this week as I can hear DJ Green's revving up his Invercar after he has done his job. It's the repeat of Under the Gun with Candy Gun from 2am until Hawkey brings you into Stella at 4am with the music world of Ralph Muller at 5 taking us to the Weatherspoons opening time of 7am. So I'm going to leave you this week with the Pleasure Fuckers and Destination Uranus from the Supper Star album. Until next week, take it easy.
Radio. We heard it. Rock Radio UK.